I'm Chris. I'm also Chris. And we are your friends with benefits. Hashtag FW Podcast on all your social medias. You can join the conversation anytime at 270-883-1617. We're ready to believe you. You know, that's better than it has any right to be. Coming at you for the 100 and first time. You thought we were the same number of episodes that they had Dalmatians in that movie. Oh, come a little closer. I'll show you my spots, too. Uh, It is... If you thought we were done at 100, have I got news for you. Another fun, hilarious entry of the number one highest rated show on the Talk Nerdy to Be podcast network. Your favorite podcast's favorite podcast starring me. I am Chris. I am also Chris. And we are, as always, for the 101st time, your friends with benefits. Buddy! Uh, I was just going to go ahead and get the sad part out of the... Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I know! You, out of the way. Yeah, this is, no, uh, this is the sad part. It's just water this week. Uh, I've been under the weather. Under the weather. So... Just uh, sticking off the booze for you know at least another couple days. Well, it's important because you know they uh, what they don't tell you is the booze will be waiting for you when you get back because your health is the most important thing, and um, you know it's it's as they say for people with seasonal allergies like you and I uh, with sinuses that react. Chaotically to the stuff that's going on outside, uh, as yeah. we like to say, "Tis the season to be sneezing." So <laughs> you're welcome for that. Why does that somehow sound grosser than hurting <laughs> for a squirting? Oh God! <laughs> I did. You, you know. You know what I stole that from, right? No. Forty year old virgin. Oh God! It's yeah. when he gets a. When the one dude tries to get Steve Carell to cover for him, saying that that was his uh, his list from the speed date, and it's like, oh, you wrote that one girl was quote hurting for a squirting. Uh, well, uh, we'll talk about something else, so I don't have the heebies, but I probably will still have the jeebies. <laughs> Ugh, right, well, man. I got tested, and I don't have either of those. Well, so. good, good, good. You got your cootie shot. Cootie shot. All right, uh, cool, cool, cool. Because that was, you know, that's the rule going around the uh, the TN2M show's headquarters is you got to mask up, you got to get your cootie shot. Absolutely. You're not allowed in the building unless you have your cootie shot. So, Facts. you know, we both have been uh, vaccinated against cooties, so we're good. Show can go on. Yep. Uh, so if you see any other shows on the network that have delays, you know, someone on that, that show's got cooties. Or they haven't got their cooties vaccine. And that means, do you really want to be around them? No. No, you don't. No. Do you want to be around us? Also, no. No, no, not really. 
Not really, but here we are. Uh, and you know the first thing that we have to talk about. Uh, of, Is your rash finally gone? Uh, well, that's been gone. Uh, I, I'll, I will tell you, though, you joke, but um, uh, the rash from shingles, you know, way back when I had shingles, which was an amazing uh, episode when we regaled my story of going to the doctor for shingles. Um, it that that rash takes forever to go away. Like some people, oh some people never lose their their shingles rash. Fuck yeah! So never get shingles, kids. If I could give you any piece of advice, never get shingles. Just don't do it. It's just it's just the, you know life pro tip. So, you know, uh, yeah, no. So, you know what we got to talk about yeah. first, you know, what we got to talk about just real quick before we get into, you know, why we're really here, which is <clears throat> oh. the no pants party. Go ahead. Absolutely. It's always the no pants party. So this is, we're, we're going to talk about it. Oh yeah. You ready to talk about yeah, it? Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm going to let you lead the way. Uh, I will just, uh, I, somebody did the math by the way. And uh, I saw that sign. The uh, no, not not that, but the uh, the when the ratings came out. Did you see that? Mm-mm. That uh, eighteen to forty nine year olds, uh, one out of every fifty six in the city of Chicago were watching uh, that show. Shit. Uh, one out of uh, one out of every fifty-six television, uh, eighteen to forty-nine year olds with cable were watching. Uh, were watching. Uh, had, had their had their uh, had their TVs tuned to. You know, like, I think we were all crying guy. Yeah. Like, you know, fuck anyone who's making fun of that guy. Yeah. Anybody who's making fun of crying guy can eat one because at some point that was all of us at some point in time. I'm telling you, like, we had the we had the agreement where I requested from you. Hey man, like just shoot me a text. Watch mm-hmm. it, don't watch it. And like 15 minutes into the show, you just said, "Watch." Yep. And so I pulled up because I had it on. I had it on the DVR. And uh, so I pull it up on the DVR, and you know they go through like the opening, and I'm like, "All right." So I know it's in like the first 20 minutes or so. Like something's gonna happen. <laughs> and we'll just let that breathe for a second. And. Ugh. so good and so they go through like the show open and it's like the coming up tonight you know this is happening and this is happening and blah 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 and the Chicago crowd does what they always do and they start the chant yep and (laughs) I love it Dude, the 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 biggest thing for me 
was uh, Jim Cornette even gave Tony Khan props for it. Yeah, I for saw. For how they handled it and I everything, saw. which is baffling. He used the word perfect, like yeah. which which blows my mind. First of all, but um, so I'm sitting there watching. Like I have, I, I hit play. You know, it goes through the opening and it has the crowd start, and I was like, oh gosh, like I wonder how long, like. They have to address it at like at some point, and the music hits, and I just raise my hands up, like in <laughs> in triumph, and I'm just like, shit, yes, like this is everything I want it to be. Yeah, and uh, the like the way you have to look at it, like that's all the crowd was gonna do. Yeah, oh, was yeah. if they tr- if they tried to do it at the end of the show, it was just gonna be chance and yeah. chance and chance because you know they'd already probably had to sit through. Two hours of dark and dark elevation tapings, mm-hmm. and I just, <sighs> yeah, he's an asshole. But god damn, it was so good to see him back. It's it's one of those things. Like it's still surreal that you can go to the uh, the roster page and he's got a records. Like they they've put up his roster, like his his records, uh, and it's like it's. Like, I, I just had to take a second to look at that and just be like, holy shit. Like, yeah. he is on the active roster page. It's a pretty uncomfortable looking photo, but, you know, whatever. And, <laughs> but it was like legit everything that I was wanting. And, you know, it was just so. He, Cornette is right. It was so perfect. Like everything oh, yeah. about it was done well. There was no swerve. There was no like interruption. There was no like uh, flim flam bullshit. Like it was just straight up exactly what it needed to be. And that's it. I'm now looking up the. Yeah, he doesn't look thrilled in that picture. No, and, and I feel like that picture was taken like after after like everything was done, and so he was just like, "I'm tired. Like I'm just tired." And uh, the other thing that I saw that was interesting was somebody put a side by side of his like a shot of him entering the 14 Royal Rumble and him walking to the to the ring on Friday. And, like, you can see in 14, like, he looks older in 2014 because it's like, it's like his bag, like the bags under his eyes are just like, it's, it's someone who's tired. It's someone who's sick. It's someone who's just like beat to shit. And the bags under his eyes now are like, you know, it just natural from age, like, but he just looks so much better. Yeah, like going back and watching any of his stuff, like basically after the Brock feud, is I mean, he just looks beaten and worn the fuck down. Yeah, which he was right. And I mean, I think this is going to be a uh, a better this is going to be a better fit for him. Like no house shows, and I I don't think he's going to be a I don't think he's going to be in every week. Like, I, I, you know, I, I think he's going to be kind of used like the Bucks and that kind of stuff, where he's not going to be wrestling on every show every week, which is better because one, he is 
almost 43 years old. Yeah, I was going to say, he's 42. He doesn't need to be wrestling every week. Like, he is a... He is a an attraction star. Yeah. Like he's not a an every week star. Uh, I was I, I was waiting for them to to pull the uh, the schmas and say yeah welcome to, like they have they would have an open commentary chair and they would be like well we've got somebody to add to the commentary desk <sighs> and here he comes and I was like WWE would pull that shit. Like they would, they would tease the return of of Punk, and they would like advertise it shit, and then he would be a commentator. But thankfully, no. Thankfully, AEW knows enough to not insult their fans' intelligence. Yeah. Uh... The, the the best thing I saw about wrestling as a whole over the weekend, and I'm not going to touch on any WWE stuff because it would be a lot of bitching, was <laughs> um, all you have to do is to tell the difference between current WWE and current AEW is the first words out of CM Punk's mouth were putting over Britt Baker. Yeah. And Becky Lynch showed up and... Uh, like squashed probably the person they've put the most effort into building for the past year in 20 seconds. If, if you want to take an episode and you want to like sometime in the future and you want to, you want to talk about why the WWE has made it impossible to be successful as a baby face. We can do that. Oh, we can because that company, the only characters that are worth anything with very very few exceptions there are of course exceptions but they're very very few the only characters that have any kind of depth or care or any kind of like real thought behind anything that they're doing are the heels yeah like they're the only ones that are made interesting to watch they're the only ones that aren't made out to be doofus cowards that you know are just are stupid as shit and not worth rooting for are the heels. And so, yeah, we could have that whole talk if you want to at some point in the future, because it's yes, so please. damn true. It's so damn true. Uh, in the words of Kurt Angle. Uh, but yeah, great night. Uh, I am now back. Uh, you know, I left wrestling. I left following pro wrestling in 2016 and that was after a good year of like barely hanging on, like not really being interested in much and kind of really souring on everything. And this is coming from a guy who you go back through home movies of me from 1987 when I'm three and I'm watching ravishing Rick rude as the intercontinental champion. (laughs) So like wrestling has been pro pro wrestling has been a part of who I am since I was three and I I just like, it, it just became a thing that like, it wasn't for me. It wasn't like I was no longer the audience and it was a really tough pill for me to swallow that like something that has been a part of my life for so long is no longer for me anymore. And it's tough. Like that's a really tough 
realization to come to and to accept. And so I left and, you know, I would still, when I saw, you know, veteran legend wrestlers at, I don't want to call them old, but you know what I mean? Like, like legends at conventions and stuff. I would always meet them and talk to them and stuff like that. Uh, because that was from, you know, the era, like that my time as a fan, um, I couldn't tell you who half for a long time. I couldn't tell you who half the people were on any of the shows. Uh, and now much like CM Punk, I'm back. Like I am now an AEW follower. Your, your current wrestling watching for the past three and a half years has been me saying, Hey, you should watch this match. Yeah. And, or like when I come to visit, like you'll pull up something and be like, Hey, let's watch this. Okay. Like, cause like it took me a long time to figure out who, the undisputed era was and so good. And they ruined that too. Um, but like, I still barely know who Keith Lee is. Um, there's a ton of people that like, I, I know of them, but I've never seen, cause I still play that, the card game because they've got yeah, the a card game. shit ton of legends in it that I like. Uh, but I'll, I'll pull people all the time that I'm like, I have no idea who this person is. I have no idea how to even pronounce their name because I've never even heard of them. And so I've been kind of like on the fringe, like, you know, I'll play because I hope I get a Shawn Michaels card, like whatever. Um, oh, the event this week is, you know, whoever. Uh, so I'm in, Oh, uh, it's a, it's a throwback Cena card. I'm in, um, awesome. you know, so, um, it's, 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 oh, they, they, they started to put China cards in. All right. So, you know, I hang on for that stuff and the game itself is actually pretty fun, but you know, I haven't actively followed in, you know, a good five years. And, uh, so this is, this is now, um, I have one note from, uh, rampage that I watched on Friday. All right, go ahead. And it is literally, it is holy shit. Jungle Boy is a is straight up like you can tell that he's Luke Perry's kid because he looks exactly oh, God, like yeah. him. Like he looks exactly like him. That's my note. Everything else is <laughs> fine. Like that was my note. So, <laughs> uh, that's all. And um, but. No, uh, like, and I mean, there's stuff I'm excited as someone who's I didn't recommend for a long time, but I couldn't stop watching AEW. Um, and over the past like three months, I've just uh, I, I'm I think at this point, I think I'm done with Monday Night Raw, mm-hmm. uh, which is a bummer. Like, I will find out if the new day has a segment on there or Oscar and that'll be all I'll watch. Yeah, that's, that's, a um, SmackDown kind of, but at the same time, like if they're really going to feed Cena, Brock and Dwayne to Roman, just retire the belt. Cause you don't have anyone, anyone of any point of credibility that can beat him. Right. Like, like how do you go, like, like who, who ultimately, it's the same problem that they had with the, the Goldberg win streak Yeah, is okay. It's cool that, you know, he's on top and it's great, 
and he's unstoppable. But like at some point, he's someone has to stop him. Like, and who yeah. is who is it? Like somebody has to. The same issue they had of uh, making Fiend the champion so quick. Yeah, but cool. He wrestled his first match as the Fiend at SummerSlam in twenty eighteen. Nineteen. Nineteen. Right. And cool, you put the belt on him in late October. So two and a half months later. Awesome. Genius decision. Bully up everybody. So but I mean, but there's st- there's stuff I'm so excited for you to see in AEW like excuse me. Hangman Adam Page is a big one for me. Um, I've heard really good things. Never seen anything, but I've heard really good things. A revitalized, really excited to wrestle again. Uh, Strangely, Ty Dillinger, now known as Sean Spears, is really good. Uh, FTR, formerly known as The Revival. Um, Christian's actually doing good things. I kind of love Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Uh, I mean, there's their women's division. Fuck, Britt Baker is probably, like, the highlight of women's wrestling right now since they fucked over Bianca. Yeah. Uh, there's It's it's good pro wrestling, and it's pro wrestling where you can tell they're having fun. See, I'm down with that. I like it. I like it. And, you know, I'm... Uh, now, it's like... You know, early on, we, we've come a long way from AEW as a t-shirt company. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the huge deal of, like, when it was a, it was an amazingly big risk for an established person to jump. Like, it was a huge deal when John Moxley debuted because it was like, you know, what if this is the next TNA global force wrestling that, you know, goes yeah. nowhere and is a big bust. And then you got to come crawling back and all of that. So like, that was a huge risk that he took on behalf of other people. And like Jericho did the same thing to an extent. Um, so to open what? the door and let people to let it be a safer thing to do yeah and i mean i'm gonna be honest like literally right now all i want a year from now is a heel cm punk as world champion to be beaten by adam page for that belt okay we'll Um, see if we get there i'm excited i'm excited to to watch along and like be able to actually talk to you about it and like know what i'm talking about and i mean there's other shit that like makes me so excited. Like apparently uh, Cole has a contract up on Friday and there's no non-compete because he just signed a, um, he signed a very short extension to get through takeover and uh, the young bucks, you know, they have that being the elite web series. Yeah. Yeah. Like Cole was around for the early days of that, which is crazy to think about how long that's been going. (laughs) Yeah, I think they said and, it was like episode 270 was the last. Yeah, one it was 270 this week. Jeez. Um, so 
they killed Cole, like, like storyline on the show, killed Adam Cole when, uh, fuck, what am I trying to say here? When he signed with WWE and instead of, I can't stand the Young Bucks, but I do think it's absolutely hilarious that instead of ever tweeting, all they do is update their bio. <laughs> yeah. So they updated their bio, and it's a video of, uh, it's a YouTube link about how to do a seance to bring someone back from the dead. <laughs> That's pretty fun. So, I mean, I'm really, I'm intrigued to see what they do with Cole. The only thing that kind of freaks me out about it is someone's like, if they sign Adam Cole, CM Punk, and Daniel Bryan, they also kind of just signed the same same person three times. Yeah, because they all have very similar wrestling styles. They're all very charismatic in their own ways, but it's just three very similar wrestling styles. Right. I mean, what it does is like if you keep them apart, mm-hmm. then you can. I mean, the the thing that I would be looking at is, you know, you approach them differently, and I promise we'll get off the wrestling talk in a minute for everybody who's, uh, you know, in the chat. Uh, or listening and is like, fuck, I don't watch wrestling. Uh, now's your chance to jump on with us. Um, but, uh, like you use Daniel Bryan and I'm sorry, Brian Danielson and, um, and punk to work with some of the younger guys to help kind of guide them and, and, you know, get them, you know, like to help sharpen their skills while you use Adam Cole kind of in the mix with just about everybody because he's not, I know he's, he's like a, he's not the grizzled veteran, you know, no. that, that the other two are. So, I mean, I get, I get the concern, but like you can use them differently enough that, uh, you know, they, they will all be very, very useful and, and provide so many great matches. Uh, right off the bat. And I don't know what makes me want this so badly. I want Adam Cole and Miro Rusev. Yeah. I, I, I want that feud. Um, I'm also thrilled at the idea of Adam Cole and Pac, Adam Cole yeah. and uh, Adam Page, um, Adam Cole, Ray Phoenix, Adam Cole, Pentagon Jr., whatever I'm supposed to call him, Adam Cole and Preston Vance from Dark Order. Like, I mean, there are so many because Cole like it's weird to think he's like a 10 year wrestling veteran and he's 30. Yeah. It's weird. It's very like X-Pac or like William Regal, uh, where, you know, they're like, Oh, he's, he's 29 and he's a, he's an 11 year veteran. And you're like, Holy shit. Yeah. Like some of those dudes that like legit started wrestling. Cause they talk about like, uh, Pete Dunn's 24 and has been wrestling since he was 13. That's crazy. Like that's, so, that's it's impressive. Uh, you know what else? If I can switch gears for a second, is also really impressive. I mean, I've seen you without your pants you know, on. Uh, well, you know, it is the no pants party. So Truth. that is also our political party. Uh, in addition to just our general approach to a social gathering. And the name of our live shows, uh, the No Pants Party. Uh, it is August 24th. I had to look at the calendar. 
It's it's August 24th. And I don't know if you've realized if you've gone out to the stores anywhere. But dude, for like the last 3 weeks, Halloween stuff is out. Yes, like sir. Like in force. I am right now the greatest discovery that I have found. First of all, Monster Cereal is back. Uh Count Chocula, Booberry, Frankenberry in the 50th anniversary boxes. Ooh. Because it is 50th anniversary of your favorite General Mills monster cereal. But also to celebrate, and what I'm eating right now on the show. Dick. Wow, that was rude and uncalled for. Unnecessary. Same team, man. Um, I'm kidding. Um, So you're not eating dick? I'm not eating dick. Um, Oh, okay. My bad. They have made... Using the monster cereal characters, they have made monster mash fruit snacks. Oh. So you get, you know, the yellow is fruit brute, the blue is, is booberry, the red is, is frankenberry. Uh, you have all of the different, all the shapes that you love. Uh, Count Chocula's castle is in here. And, they're designed, you buy a box at uh, Sam's Club is the only place I've seen them so far. And they come in packs, like you get a box, and there's 90 packs inside. How many did you go through the first day? Uh, I'm over halfway gone. I've had them less than a week. Yep, not shocked. Uh, because they're designed to be like like trick-or-treat handouts. No, no, no. Oh, nice. Fuck that. No, they're going in my stomach. And uh, But... So I'm I'm super pumped. I feel like we might need to start. I know we have a lot of stuff for Halloween in October, but we uh-huh. may need to start our Halloween run a little early. I'm cool with that. Uh, because there's so much Halloween stuff out right now that I we we need to start talking about it. Like I need to talk about all of this stuff with somebody, and you're my guy. So we're gonna do. I, I just I'm sorry in advance. Uh, because, you know, I, I have 90 packs of Monster Mash fruit snacks to go through, and either I'm going to get a sugar coma, I'm going to get the diabetes, or I'm going to get through them all and just be hyped up to talk about this. So, Both? Both? I think, Both. All, of, I think all of the above is yeah. the correct answer. But it got me thinking, because, you know, now I'm in kind of like the Halloween spirit. Mm-hmm. No pun intended. Uh, they, how's this? How's this for irony? So they announced uh, where the uh, Spirit Halloween store is going to be in Bowling Green this year. Yeah, and get ready for this because this is the definition of irony, and I love it. So when you think of Halloween, Spirit Halloween, you think of you know like devils and and you know, ghosts and goblins and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So in the in the mall, the one of the big anchor stores with the outside access that was just went under uh, was the Lifeways Christian store. Oh my god, yes. So how Spirit Halloween is going into where Lifeways Christian store used to be. I love every fucking part of that. And I can't make that up. I can't make up the fact that if you go if you go to spirithalloween.com and you look up store locator and you type it in, it says 
You type in Bowling Green, and it says Greenwood Mall, Lifeways Christian Store, formerly Lifeways Christian Store. And it is just like, I laughed. Like, I laughed out loud because it's hilarious. Like, just on a very, very basic level. It's, it's funny, which is what speaks to me. But so I'm looking through, uh, you know, I'm, and now is the point where I'm, I'm starting to get into like Halloween prep mode. And I'm like, okay, what movies are going to be on the Halloween watch list this year? Right? Like, we, gotta, we, we need an episode about that yes. like, before we get going. Yeah, that, that might be the kickoff is like, what movies are on your Halloween watch list? Like, what do you have every year? What do you like cycle in and out? Um, and one of the movies I haven't watched it in forever, but it's going to be on my list this year. Urban legend. Oh yeah. And <clears throat> like the, the mid nineties, like post immediately post scream, like scream adjacent era horror often gets overlooked by me. And so you know, I, I have I have Urban Legend on my list, and so it made me start to think uh, also about Urban Legends that, like, that I I was told growing up, and uh, that I that I learned growing up. Because uh, not only is Urban Legend on my list this year, but uh, you know the Candyman remake that looks freaking amazing did you see amazing did you see their uh their marketing for of how to unlock the final trailer yes yeah amazing you have to go to the, the website and you have to say Candyman into your phone microphone five times and it, really it's like 12 because your microphone doesn't pick it up and but like genius and i refuse to do it so i'll watch it on youtube instead um i'm i'm not dumb i'm not doing it nice try no, thank you. I ain't trying to fuck up my life. Yeah, no, like, no, absolutely not. So, you know, we have, everybody knows, like, the, like, the hook hand guy and Bloody Mary and all of those things. But, like, you know, how big of a deal were urban legends and scary stories like that to you growing up? Uh... A little, but nothing too outrageous. But there, there were like a couple that always kind of got to me. Um, and the, the one that always got me, and <laughs> it's kind of embarrassing. Like when I was like little, little, I was terrified of Bigfoot. Okay, like okay, terrified, terrified. I mean, you're talking to the guy that thought the Scolari brothers from Ghostbusters 2 would come out of the toilet when I flushed it. So don't worry. <laughs> don't feel embarrassed about being afraid of Bigfoot. So there you go. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's fair. I, I won't be scared if you were no. scared to take a shit. So that, Yeah. Like, well, what, what would happen would be I would, you know, my I, I, my parents would go to sleep. And I would be already like upstairs, supposed to be asleep, but um, I would wait to go until they fell asleep, and I would go downstairs and put the VHS 
tape in the VCR that I had already pre-programmed to tape movies off HBO, uh, mm-hmm. like a conniving little bastard. And not much has changed. No. Uh, and so I was like, by that point I was used to getting up and going downstairs. That was in like, you know, my teens. But when I was like six, I was, you know, five to six. Cause I had just seen ghostbusters too. But, uh, my parents, got like the one poster from ghostbusters 2 that they got me was of the scolari brothers which was great but also not great because they scared the shit out of me and it was like the poster i wish i could find it again because it was a white poster and it had them like coming up like when they first like come out from behind yeah, yeah. The, the like out of the slime so it was like they were coming up and like coming at you and I was like, oh, my God, like, that looks like if I flush the toilet, they w- it would be like how they come out. Like, so in my, my brain, I thought that, like, if I went downstairs, so what I would do is I would go downstairs, and when I flush the toilet, I would, like, run out of the bathroom and go upstairs and run back into bed because I was afraid the Scolari brothers were going to come out. And the <laughs> the blue proton pack with the big yellow dildo thing that went in the back of it, uh, or that went out of the gun, was not effective in fighting actual ghosts. So if the ghosts came out of the toilet, sorry, if the ghosts came out of the toilet, I would not be able to stop them. So my plan was just to leave my parents in jeopardy and just run upstairs. Fair side note, and just a complete and utter side note. Do you know anyone who still calls a toilet a commode? No. Yeah, it's too fucking weird. No, I call it a turlet. Yeah, they. Uh, well, I'll bitch about that all fair. Um, <laughs> that's that's okay. That's okay. Um, so, because uh, yeah, I was I was afraid. Hold on, do we have a hand up in the chat about someone still calling it a commode? Oh God, why? No. No. I don't understand. Uh, okay, but no, we'll keep going. I'm from the country. Yeah, I'm from Henderson. Yeah. You're from, I don't know, somewhere in Maine. I am from somewhere in Maine. I'm also uh, very concerned about the fact that in the neighborhood there are two houses two different houses that don't have any construction going on at all, but they both have uh, porta potties out at the end of their driveway. Dude. And I'm a little concerned because I thought uh, this was a civilized neighborhood. You know, that Walmart grocery kind of close to the apartment. Yeah. Uh, that has had like the outdoor, like fancy porta potties that have like, you know, the one you have to bring in on like a trailer oh, out, oh. out in front of the store for like three weeks now. Oh, man. I mean, at least it's not a double-decker outhouse, because... (laughs) That's a bad idea. Um, uh, No, we had the... uh, We had the house that was haunted, like the local neighborhood house that was haunted. Mm -hmm. Uh, Heard the story about about that, that, uh, you know, everybody... Because we never... Nobody ever knew who lived there. There's always, you know, that one house that's like run, kind of run down or like not, not run down, but like not kept up with. And so that was, that was the house that was, um, you know, the haunted house in town. So everybody stayed away from there, uh, even on Halloween because we were scared of it. Um, 
so that was a thing. Um, I used to love those, uh, the scary stories to tell in the dark books. Oh yeah. And like the, you know, the, you'd get told not to answer the phone because, you know, there's that one where like, uh, the call is coming from inside the house. Ooh, like, yeah. So like that was a big deal. Um, I'll tell you the one that, that like freaked me out because for a long time, like before the internet and you could just look up if someone's dead or not, which we need to play that game, uh, dead or alive again. God, at some point, hey, who who won when we played that? I think you won by one. Oh, I did. I, I think did. you did. Uh, I lose every game that we play. Like I come up with all these fucking games and I lose every one of them. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. But I love playing that shit so much. Uh, so we'll do we'll do that again. But like before, you could uh, just like Google is so and so dead, is so and so alive. Uh, the urban legend that always went around was that Pop Rocks and Coke killed Urkel. Oh, like, okay. Yeah, like like Jaleel White was dead, and it was because he, he mixed Pop Rocks and Coke. So that was like, you know, and you couldn't just like Google it and see if he was alive because Google, you know, didn't exist then. And so that was like the big one that went around school for a long time was that Urkel was dead because he mixed them. Uh, we had that one. My elementary school had the the one about the different Ultimate Warriors. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. About a couple different people. Um, the neighborhood one for us, it wasn't a house. It was... There was kind of this, like, field that almost had, like, an alley in it. That sounds and, weird, but like, also interesting. Yeah, and that like the rumor was like that that's where you know that that's where like the murders happened. Oh, nothing ever happened back there, but that's where the murders happened. Um, and so yeah, like I mean, wouldn't go out there. I remember one time like my brother and I both left our bikes over there. We were like, you know, <laughs> um. Usain bolting like down through that alley to get our bikes because at the end of it was this awesome big field to like play soccer and stuff in. So you know, and then we're just like sprinting and like going back on our bikes, and just both of us are terrified because we're idiots. Yeah. Uh, they also the house we were renting at the time had a pool, but the pool wasn't functional. So it was literally just filled with like sticks and stuff from where like they'd ripped up a lot of the, uh, oh my God, landscaping, um, from the house. And instead of doing anything with it, just threw it in this like non-used pool. That's and, you know, the, the, the whole rumor about that was that was done because, uh, they filled the pool up because like a kid drowned in there. And you know, there was talk like at one point about like, my dad was thinking about like trying to clear the pool out until like one of his friends is like, you know, if that happens, it's just like, that's a snake hotel, right? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Gross. Uh, you know, my parents live and they, 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 I grew up in, in the house. My parents still live there and it's across mm-hmm. the street from a fairgrounds. And so one week, Every year, the fair comes to town, 
and you know it's you know your normal fair where they have you know all the rides and the uh, games where they take your money and all the the booths and all that stuff and so there was always that one week it was always like a little terrifying um or just a little like uneasy not only because there were a lot more people around but also there was the the traveling carny part of it right oh yeah and so there was always a rumor that like you know somebody there was there was a carny that had you know that was on the run that had killed somebody or like they had robbed somebody or whatever uh i will tell you a a freaky thing that actually did happen. It was not an urban legend because it did happen uh, to my mom. Cause my mom used to be a dispatcher for the state police. Okay. And so she used to work uh, the third shift, like the overnight. Uh, and, and she would leave at like, you know, 10. And, and so one night it was during the fair um, she went to go leave and, uh, one of the, uh, one of the carnies tried to steal her car. What? And like, like she got in the car and like, as soon as she got in the car and like closed the door and put the key in to turn it on, like it was one of those, like, here he comes like running at the car. And so, like, she backs up out of the driveway, and he's, like, trying to hold on to the car, right? Mm -hmm. And so she backs up, and it, like, uh, it sends him off of the car uh, onto the street. And he, like, he chased after her for a while uh, to try and, like, I don't know, I guess catch up. He was probably on drugs or whatever. But, like, yeah, like, this, (laughs) this carny tried to like steal her car or where like we assume it was steal her car. I don't know. Like, but yeah, she tells the story and it's like, it's freaky as shit. Uh, so there was always that element of like, uh, you know, all of the stories that went along with the carnies and like that fair, like that traveling lifestyle mm-hmm. that was like, you know, you always want to, you know, stay with your parents because you know you'll end up getting kidnapped by the carnies and then you end up you know they they take you from town to town and like creepy shit like that um and you know we had times where the if if there was ever a window where like somebody's family moved during the week of the fair, it was always just like, that was just what happened to them is like, they got taken. They got kidnapped. Yeah. They got taken by the carnies. And so that was always like a really like the, the, the fair was super fun, but it was also like really unsettling because you were like, you know, there's always that weird unknown element of like, they're only here for a week. Like, you know, they don't really have a whole lot to to lose. Like they're not going to stay here, so they don't really care. Uh, so all there, there were always stories and 
you know, legends and, um, like cautionary tales, I guess was the best, is the best way to put it about how to behave and, and how to be aware during fair time. So do you want to hear a truish urban legend? Yes. So growing up in the neighborhood, this is after the one with the alley and everything. This is the one I was in from like middle school to high school. You know, we were kind of close to a park and everything, and I don't know, like, what it was, but there was something, like, and, you know, I first, like, heard about it from a couple kids in middle school and just kind of brushed it off, and then, like, when I got to high school, I heard, like, more and more kids from, like, my neighborhood area, because it was basically two subdivisions that were, like, kind of combined is where I lived, and then, you know, there were people across, like, across Tate Creek Road as well, and so... You know, they were like, have you ever gone to the park and heard the static? Ooh. No. So, sophomore year, don't have anything to do. My friend Sean and I are hanging out. Uh, We go over to the park where I think it was Sean. It may not have been. But I think for the sake of this story, it was Sean. Okay. So, we walk over there and, uh, yeah, this is like fearless. Like, you know, I'm 15, 16 years old and an idiot who's just fearless. So, we're, you know, we're like walking this park at dark. It's probably like 11 o'clock at night. And I'm like, I don't know what people are talking about, blah, blah, blah. But right as we get back towards the area where we're going to have to like cross the bridge to get back towards the actual like subdivisions, neither of us are really talking. And all of a sudden, I'm not even kidding. I hear like four seconds of just radio static. No. Swear to God. Uh, so it's finally like, I finally heard it. To this day, the, several years later, we're not going to say how many, uh, several years later, I still have no earthly idea what it was. That's creepy as shit. Yeah. But I mean, it's something I had heard about for like three or four years, like that sort of thing. And I was like, nah, it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. Then, like, I swear to God, I heard it. So, yeah. The radio static. That's creepy, and I love it. Yeah. That is creepy as hell, and I I am absolutely in love with that. Because I love love that freaky stuff. I love all of that. Uh, So what's the creepiest urban legend you believe? Like, or what's one you actually believe in? Oh, um, you know, the one that like, and it's, it's a really, it's, it's a basic bitch, uh, urban legend, but my, like my favorite that, you know, has always been one that I'm like, it's gotta be true. Like I, I believe it with my heart and soul because it's 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 got a soft spot in my heart is uh, the hookman hand. Oh yeah, the hook hand, uh, like the scraping on the car and on the date. And God, I love I love that story. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't explain why. Like it, it's sort of like uh, the beginning of Night of the Creeps. Yeah, uh, where they're like on the date. I know it's not the hook hand, but it's like the escaped mental patient. Um, that stuff, like that stuff, I don't know why, but like that's my favorite. And like, 
I'm honestly, if you were like, yeah, that really happened, I would be like, I believe it. I believe that there was a hook hand guy that, you know, was scraping car window, or like cars to get people out of the car so he could kill it. Like, yeah, like I, I would believe that. Yeah. Hook hand for sure. So one of mine was, uh, and it's actually like part of it or originates from Kentucky. I'm sure it's originated probably across all the 50 states, but, um, the couple that gets in the car accident and she's still wandering the road to figure out where he is. Yeah. Yeah. No, the version of the one in Kentucky though is, uh, they're both dead. They're both buried on the same thing, but she's, she lost something in the car accident. So she's not looking for a person. She's looking for her lost item. Ah, uh, okay. Um, I also, uh, really believe if you look up, uh, if you look up the urban legend of bunny man, bunny man, bunny man. Yeah. I think it bunny was bunny man. Yeah. Bunny man. Not bubby man. No, not bubby. Bunny man does whatever a bunny man can. Spins a web. Yeah, no Fairfax County, Virginia. Why can't he? Because he's a bunny. Look uh, out. Slowly moving bunny man. Yeah, the, okay. Bunny man bridge in Virginia where it's uh, a man in a rabbit costume who attacks people with an axe or a hatchet. Don't like that. Oh, they made shitty movies. Uh, they made shitty horror movies based around this. Oh, I don't like that. Uh, also, no love for my Bunny Man song. It was pretty funny. I will give you that. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank I you. I will give you that. Uh, yeah, I. I wish uh, he's still apparently, according to research, uh, two separate incidents involving a man in a rabbit costume threatening people with an axe happened in the 1970s in Burke, Virginia, but I really wanted like a, uh, you know, a real bunny man, like serial killer thing. But like, I, cause I remember I used to do like, I used to look up, um, like f- top urban legends by state. And that was the one oh, yeah. for Virginia. And I was like, bunny man, what the hell is this? And yeah, there's like a bunny man bridge, bunny man tunnel that's like creep that looks just creepy as shit on its own uh, it really does like you could look at the wikipedia page and it's pretty weird um and uh yeah like i just i i feel like if i'm if i'm like walking home at night you know and i'm it's like quiet and there's no one else around and it's like, you know, two in the morning because I'm out doing something nefarious, but now it's time to go home <laughs> and whatever it is, undisclosed things. We don't know what it is. I'm just up to something. It's no good. And I look over and in the moonlight, I see the outline of, you know, a a guy in a bunny costume holding an axe. Like, I'm probably going to shit my pants. Oh yeah, I just ah, that image is just creepy. Yeah, do you know it would be even worse than that? What's that? Opening your front door and seeing that. 
But I mean, also, like, yeah. just looking at looking at that bridge, just looking at the bridge alone, mm-hmm. if I had to walk under that, it's probably, what, 40 feet wide or something? So walking <laughs> under it's going to take 15, 20 steps. Yeah. Uh, 10 if you're me. Uh, <laughs> but, like, it's 1 in the morning. Yep. You can see through the entire bridge. Mm-hmm. Are you walking through it? No. No, I'm not. No, like they have a picture of it. If you go to the Wikipedia page, they have a picture. If you just if you just do Wikipedia for Bunny Man, it's like in the daylight. It's already like I don't really want to go underneath that. At nighttime, because the picture right underneath it, it's the Bunny Man Bridge at night. You can't pay me enough to go under that bridge at night. Three hundred dollars. No. PlayStation Five. Ooh, I mean, if I run and I've got a gun and still probably no. Naked pictures of B. Arthur. Ooh, you know what the difference between B. Arthur and an old shoe is? God, what? You can eat an old shoe if you have to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you've never heard that before? I'm sure one. I have. It's an old one. Older than B. Arthur. R.I.P. I love the Golden Girls. Don't make me say bad things about B. Arthur. Never, 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 never. If you ever want to break your heart, read about uh, the uh, how B. Arthur hated Betty White, and they never got along filming Golden Girls. Like that will, uh, I'm, it'll break your heart. I'm just not going to read that because I, mean, I don't want to depress myself. Right? It'll break your heart to think that because I always wish that like. You know, everybody could be like Zach Braff and Donald Faison from Scrubs, and everybody who works together on things that I love are best friends, and they're the, you know, they just love everything about working with each other. And then you find out that B. Arthur hated Betty White, and you're like, that makes me sad. Yeah. Makes me sad. That is not an urban legend. That is true. It is fact. So, yeah, I hope you learned something about Bunny Man tonight. Uh, sadly, no, <laughs> and it even links you to Bunny Man the film. Oh, I'm not watching Bunny Man the film. So, hey man, you want to watch Bunny Man the film? Uh, is it streaming anywhere that I have? I don't know. Let's find out if it's streaming. Bunny Man stream, no. Oh, how is the stream tonight, by the way? Oh, uh, let's check the stream. Uh, it smells like asparagus. It is a strong stream tonight. That stream is very strong, very clear, not cloudy in the slightest. Doesn't smell like almonds like last week. It smells like uh Yeah, asparagus, you're right. Yeah. yeah asparagus, yeah, asparagus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and a solid stream tonight. We like it oh, a lot. Darn. Bunny Man is renter buy only. Oh. With its three point on rotten tomatoes. <laughs> oh ooh, like three percent. Yeah. Like, no, 3 out of 10. Oh, okay. I was like, man, 3% is so bad it might be good. But Did not realize this? Both of the Lost Boys sequels have a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's sad. I mean... I mean, it's fair. Yeah, it's not unexpected, but it's sad. All right, so what I'm going to have to do is I'm going to have to uh, launch the fire stick and try and find Bunny Man and see if we can watch it. What is my life at this point, man? Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to find it on. No. 
Wait, I'm trying to find it on DVD. Oh, my God, it's only used. Uh-huh. See all buying options. Okay, can't buy it new. That well, $192. <laughs> That's just stupid. All right, now here's the ultimate test to see if it is as crappy as I think it is. Bunny Man. The movie. Are you typing it in on the Fire Stick? I'm to see if literally it just typing it in on YouTube. Uh, Bunny Man Massacre is on, is on YouTube. Um, there's, if, uh, oh my God. Okay. Please pull up your YouTube app on your phone. Jube pulled up. Okay. Please type in Bunny Man, two words, the movie and search. The movie. Okay. And you'll get the Bunny Man Massacre. Uh-huh. You'll get the Bunny Man Massacre. And then what's yeah. third for you? Bunny Man 2011 official trailer. Okay, so you don't have one in between that. Um, no. Because I've got what I'm just going to screenshot you uh, what I've got. And I just want you to be like, because I am mystified by what the shit I'm looking at. Because What a strange thing to be the fifth post down, though. Oh, no, what is it? Spider-Man No Way Home trailer. All right, well that's just because it's popular. But take a look at this picture that I that I just sent you, <sighs> and look at the one in the middle, me. and just tell me why that comes up with Bunny Man, and tell me what's going on in that picture. Oh no, because I have no clue. Oh. <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, mm. uh, robots need love too. I guess. Uh, okay. How how do I can I add this to uh, the chat? Hold on a second. I'm just. Gonna, <laughs> I don't think. I don't know. Can I put a picture? I don't know if you can post. I don't know if you can post pictures in the chat. I'm gonna try. Oh no! It makes me open the app. Never mind. Forget it. Uh, if you look up, uh, everybody at home, you can look it up. Uh, Pork Chop official trailer. It literally looks like a really awful robot costume um, taking this poor woman from behind. And it is not not great. And that's what we've come to. Do you want to know what makes me not believe in cryptids? What's that? Capitalism. Well, you know. The, the the same way the same reason I don't believe in flat Earth is because or like one of aside from the fact that yeah I have a pulse and an IQ above ten yeah um but it's just like if you think the uh, like governments of the world would not have offered trips to the edge as a way to make money then you're insane the same way it's like you really think that th- that if Bigfoot existed we wouldn't have kidnapped him by now. And put him on display in some zoo somewhere. Listen, you say that, and you are you are with your convictions until somebody sneaks up behind you and puts a bag over your head, and you hear somebody say, "All right, boys, take him to the edge." Yeah, and then, I'm fine with that. And then and then you're going to realize that the Earth really is flat, and they're taking you to the edge, and it's over. Bye. Yep. I'll fall forever. They're just gonna push you off into space because I guess because that's, that's how if, Yeah, that's I the thing. Know. If Earth is flat, is literally like then there's no edge. 
It's literally, I just get to the edge of the planet, but there's nothing there. So you're going to, like, push me out into space? I I guess. Yeah, how's that work? So you're going to get a boat and drag me all the way to the edge? I don't know. I've seen solar and lunar eclipses, so we're not even going to pretend that the Earth isn't round. Yeah. I just, uh, yeah, whatever. Uh, I, th- I think we can both say we would openly rather go to the gathering or a furry convention before we went to a flat earth convention. Did you see, by the way, who was a speaker at the gathering this year? Chris Hansen? Yes! Yeah. That he was probably, if, if he did not stand up there in the beginning of his speech and say, well, it's nice to see some of you again, then God damn it. I have lost faith in everything that is, and he has missed a golden opportunity to look out and be like, I see some familiar faces out there. It's nice to meet you under nice these circumstances. Yeah. <laughs> um, because, gosh. And then I saw, what's his name? One of them, uh, one of the clowns this- said that he had heart failure. Uh, if you, well, I'm not going to make a, a, a joke about that. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, like they're, they're doing one big farewell tour and then I guess they're only going to do like one off shows. Well, that's probably okay. We'll I mean, sum that. And I, mean, I think those guys have got to be close to 60. Yeah. And they're still wearing not 60, but like 50. They're still wearing the clothes that they're wearing. So, you know. Oh, he's yeah, he's forty nine. He'll be fifty next year. Well, R.I.P. Clowns. I don't know. I would I would love to go to a gathering as like if we could get you know press passes to cover it for the show. I would go in the name of science. Oh, wow! But apparently, he's lost a uh, a lot of. A lot of weight. He used to be severely obese. Uh, oh, the blonde one? Yeah. Yeah. The one with hair as opposed to the bald one? Yeah. The one with dreadlocks that, like, the brown-haired one that had dreadlocks that um, started to like, like, you know that you need to just go ahead and shave it off when it looks like, you know, you shaved your balls drunk and you missed a bunch. And that was what his <laughs> dreadlocks looked like. Uh <laughs> God damn it, you got me. (laughs) Like, we've all been there. We've all tried to shave our balls drunk, and we end up looking like, what's his name, the brown-haired clown that (laughs) needs to just give it up and go bald. And then he finally did. So, you know, good on him. Uh, But, you know, whatever. Uh, I, I would go for science. I wouldn't go to a furry convention for science, but I would go to a gathering. Yeah. Just to but see. no, flat Earth convention or furry convention? Uh, I would go to flat Earth convention before I went to furry. Honestly, I don't think the smell is going to be that different, so I'd probably go to the <laughs> furry convention. Oh, uh, see, at least the flat earthers like would attempt to cover up stains and whatnot. Uh, so I feel like I wouldn't witness like gross sexual assault at a flat earth convention versus a furry convention. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I hate that so much. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But we'll see. Uh, Well, no, we won't see because I'm not going to pick between them. I don't know. But whatever. 
Out of the three options, I'd rather go to the gathering. Yeah. Yeah, it, that would be my top choice of the... That's the cream of the crap. So... Yeah, the I guess, best of the worst. Yeah, yeah, the, the best of the worst. Uh, yeah. Uh, well... Man. You know it's not an urban legend is that this show's about over. It's true. That's just factual. Hey, you're not supposed to be happy we're almost done, you annoying bastards. That's all. Those are the only... I, I don't know what the other sound effects are. No, that one's not funny. Oh, and this one's the suspense music that's, like, not suspenseful at all. Oh? That's it. Yeah, I don't like that. No. That reminds me of a picture, though. That I saw of um, uh, it's it's Bobby Heenan, you know, like old school Bobby okay. Heenan, and he's like outside the ring, and he's managing, and he's like looking behind him, like shocked, and it says, "When you're eating shredded cheese out of a bag at two a.m. and someone turns on the kitchen light, <laughs> and it's the most random thing I've ever seen." And I laughed for like five minutes because it was so stupid. And then I was like, oh yeah, shit, I could wake up at two in the morning and just go eat shredded cheese out of a bag. Like Dude, you don't you don't wake up to go eat shredded cheese. You're all you're still awake when you eat shredded cheese <laughs> at the Hypothetically speaking. Of God course. bless, you make such a good point. My God. I don't know. All right. Well, I'm going to go eat shredded cheese out of a bag. I got places to go, but man, uh, yeah, we'll, um, we got to start. Yeah. We'll start our Halloween stuff a little early this year because, Oh God. Yeah. You know, it's so much, it's our favorite time of year and all of the companies and everybody are, um, you know, they're, they're making stuff, releasing stuff so early. It, It, they leave us no choice. So week one, we'll talk about uh, the new release that I saw at the grocery store, which is Pumpkin Spice Ramen. Ew. And we'll start there. And no, absolutely not. That's that's disgusting, and I would never talk about that. But yeah, we'll have some Halloween stuff. We'll have some spooky season stuff coming. And uh, until then, give us a like, give us a share. Uh, use the hashtag FWB podcast, but that's your job to talk about that. Patreon.com slash FWB podcast. <laughs> or you can see on our st- our screen there, our stream screen, buymeacoffee.com slash TN2M shows. You click that and guess what it says? Buy us a beer. Don't buy us a coffee because we like beer more than we like coffee. Uh, Thanks. But the best thing you can do to help us grow, give us a like, give us a share. Uh, if there's a convention or someplace that you want to see us, um, tell them, tag us, uh, send us a suggestion, and we'll take it from there. As he was saying, if you're going to join in the conversation on social media, hashtag FWB Podcasts on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok? Um, yeah, I still got my one video. Yeah. It's up to, uh, hold hash- on, I, I can tell you how many likes it's up to. Hold on, I'm proud of this. It's I'm up to 718 views. Oh, shit, okay. 51 likes. 
Alrighty. People love me on the TikTok. Continue. Sorry. My yes, bad. they do. Yes, they do. Um, and as always, hashtag FWB podcast on your dating profile. Uh, send us a screenshot of that. We'll send you a prize pack. Until then, my friends, stay safe, stay happy. If your summer allergies are kicking your asses like they are for us, make sure you get rest and take your Benadryl and Zyrtec. Um, but until next time, guys, we appreciate you. We love most of you. We tolerate the rest of you. Thank you for being our friends. Now, I have a tendency to use the four cheese Mexican blend from Kroger if I'm drunk at 2 a.m. eating shredded cheese. That's, that's my advice. With benefits.